You can go ahead and open up your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5. We're going to look at one verse this morning. And as you do that, uh, just a couple words of introduction. The concept of an offering is a major theme in the Bible. It is a theme found in the early chapters of the book of Genesis and runs through the entire biblical narrative. In the most basic sense, an offering can be defined as a gift to God. It is the presentation of some material object to God as an act of worship. You might say an offering is religion in action. In the Old Testament, God's people were given detailed instructions regarding different types of offerings and how they were to present these offerings to God. The book of Leviticus, for example, in your Old Testament is dedicated to giving Israel instruction in this area. Now, while it is true that Israel made offerings to express dependence, uh, to express gratitude, even adoration for their God, what lies behind the offering is an enmity that exists between God and man. Man in his natural state does not stand in a safe place before God. Mankind has a problem that separates him from God. And it is the offering that gives him instruction regarding this enmity or animosity that ex- exists between him and God. When a man brings an animal to be offered, he does so in order to forfeit that animal's life instead of his own. He knows that his sin has caused a separation between him and his holy God. He knows as a consequence of his sin that his life is in fact due. The little phrase used by the Apostle Paul, the wages of sin is death, captures this truth well. Therefore, an offering is made to vicariously amend that enmity or the enmity that exists between mankind and God by a victim whose life is forfeited instead of the sinner's. Let me say that again. An offering is made to vicariously amend or to amend by way of a substitute the enmity that exists between mankind and God by a victim whose life is forfeited instead of the sinners. An offering is the death of something for the sake of someone. So you ask, what does this have to do with Jesus? Well, it has everything to do with Jesus. And that's what I want to look at this morning in Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 2 says this, and I'm reading from the ESV. And walk in love as Christ loved us. And this is the part I want to focus on this morning. And gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. This morning in our communion meditation, I want to ask three questions of this verse so that we might remember that Jesus himself was and is the perfect offering. Question number one. To whom did Jesus give himself up? Look again at the, at the verse. As Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to whom? To God. 
the offering was to God. In the, one, in the way one might surrender the best of his flock on the altar to appease God, Jesus surrendered himself on the altar to appease God. You see, something is different with Jesus because he himself is God. His offering is not marred by sin. It is not offered with mixed motives. It is not fraught with misunderstanding or misaligned expectations. God came into the world in the flesh to offer himself up to God. Question number two. For whom did Jesus give himself up? Look again. And walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for whom? For us. A fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. The offering was for us. You remember Jesus' words in John fifteen thirteen: Greater love has no one than this, than someone lay down his life for his friends. Of course, Jesus says that to the disciples who would indeed faithfully stand next to him during his crucifixion, right? No, they would not. He says that to a group of men of whom it was prophesied would be scattered when Jesus, the shepherd, was struck. And not only them, but each one of us, each one of us has scattered. In fact, all have turned aside. Together, each one of us has become worthless. Not one of us does good. Why is that so? Because our very nature is infected with sin. With sin at our core, we are incapable of doing any good before God. Yet Jesus gave himself up for us. Jesus came into this world to offer himself up to God for us. Question number three. Did God accept the offering of Jesus? And walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. What kind of offering? A fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. The NASB actually captures this a little bit better and it's clearer. It says, an offering and sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. The offering of Jesus was sufficient. It was received. It was accepted. The aroma of the death of Christ ascends to heaven and is described as a fragrant aroma. It is a terminal aroma. As God breathes in the aroma of Christ's death, he puts an end to the offerings of bulls and goats. With a single offering of Jesus, God forever changes the way in which mankind approaches him. No longer does man bring the best of his flocks. No longer does man search out an unblemished animal. Now and forevermore, mankind, you and me, entrust our lives to Jesus as the one who offered himself up for us to God as a fragrant aroma. If you are hearing my voice and you have not entrusted your life to Christ, friend, you are not safe. The enmity or friction that exists between God and mankind exists between you and God. The death of Christ is your means to safety. 
You need Jesus to die as your substitute. My hope is that you would turn to him today. That you would believe that he is Lord. And that his death is the only means by which you might escape the wrath of God. If you will not do this, friend, do not participate in communion. Communion is for those who are rightly able to remember the death of Jesus. Church, as the men come to serve us, and I want to invite them forward now, let's remember Jesus in this way. Jesus gave himself up to God for us as a fragrant aroma. The cracker and juice are the cracker and juice as the body and blood of the perfect sacrifice. Christ himself bore our sins. His death is the object of our faith by which, as the blood of a sacrifice, we are redeemed. Please take communion on your own and I'll return in a moment and close us in prayer.